0: All right, let's talk some Timberwolves basketball here on the Good Neighbor News Talk, A3O WCCO. A winning evening for the Minnesota Timberwolves here at Target Center. 121 to 115 over the Indiana Pacers. Want to get your reaction, your phone calls, your takes, hot or cold takes, however you want to give them to me. Love to get your perspective on what you saw from the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight, getting back to 500 at 12 and 12 on the season. The phone number to call in, because we'll be chatting for the next 30 minutes, is 651-461-9226. I'm your host, Henry Lake. Jonathan Lowe is producing tonight. Uh, That number again, 651-461-9226. Whether you sat at home and watched the game and you want to give an opinion, if you are leaving Target Center as I speak to you, love to hear from you, Whatever you have with regards to tonight's ball game, love to get your reaction. Let's start with my reaction. Look, this was a game in which <laughs> um, it ended up being exciting down the stretch, but I would have to say the way that this game started off, it was a rather dull start to the game, at least in my opinion. And this is knowing that the Wolves outscored the Indiana Pacers in the first quarter. 35-17. to 17. So the way that this, and look, there's been a lot of games in which the Wolves this season, you look at the end of the game and you're like, okay, they squeaked it out and it was ugly. You'll take ugly wins. You'll take it because a win is a win is a win. But tonight, when you were watching the game early on, I felt like it was the Anthony Edwards effort early They got the Wolves off to a good start but it seemed like everybody else was trying to find themselves. And quite frankly, the Indiana Pacers, they had nothing going early. And you guys know I sit next to Jace Frederick from the uh, St. Paul Pioneer Press every single game, and we're looking at each other, and we're like, man, the Pacers look, look totally out of sorts. They have no chemistry going tonight. They are taking bad shots, missing bad shots. They had nothing going. There was a moment early in that game, in that first quarter, because they got outscored by 18. Where you're looking at the game, and I think that the Wolves at the time were up 13 in that moment. And I turned to Jason. I said, they're up 13. It seems like the Wolves should be up 20-plus. And he looked at me and was like, yeah, I agree with you 100%. Like, that's just the way that the game seemed to kind of shake out there early on. So the Wolves – even though they were, I don't want to say that they were necessarily struggling in the first quarter because Anthony Edwards had the hot hand, the Indiana Pacers were absolutely struggling. And it wasn't necessarily because the Wolves were playing stellar or great defense. It was just they were not making shots. But then the second quarter happened, and that's when the Indiana Pacers went on their run. And everybody says this all the time, right? It's a game of runs. And we saw it tonight it very much ended up being a game of runs. The Pacers outscored the Wolves in that second quarter, 44-28. to 28, And by the time that we got to the halftime break, I think that everybody on press roll was like, all right, we need to go ahead and grab some of the ice cream from the, uh, from the fridge in the media room, and everybody needs to kind of take a deep breath because the second quarter, it just seemed like, Everything that was working in that first quarter was not working anymore, none whatsoever. It just seemed really, really off in that defensively, we couldn't stop anybody. And there was somebody that started to gain a little bit of confidence, not only in the second quarter, but primarily in the third quarter, and that was Tyrese Halliburton. And Halliburton, he couldn't couldn't find it in the first quarter. He wasn't taking a ton of shots, but it seemed like he was a little bit off. You know that when you face the Indiana Pacers, there are a couple of individuals that are at some point going to get it going. And those two individuals are Tyrese Halliburton and Miles Turner. And Miles Turner, it's just something about the Wolves that when he faces us, he thinks he's all-world. He thinks that he's NBA All-Star. He thinks that he's NBA First Team. Cause that's how he plays tonight. Miles Turner, another really good night for him. 23 points, eight rebounds. He always plays pretty solid defense. Uh, four block shots for the big man. Halliburton ended up after he got hot, um, with 26 points, 15 assists. I mean, that's a massive double double for Tyrese Halliburton especially when you're talking about starting up so 26 points and 15 assists. But like I mentioned, for the Wolves early on, it was about Anthony Edwards. And Anthony shot the ball well tonight. He didn't shoot a ton of three-point shots. He only took three um three-pointers tonight and made one. But his stat line tonight, he was 8 of 18 from the floor, 26 points, 6 rebounds, 8 assists, and on my sheet here it says seven steals, but if you were listening to Alan Horton, he said that it was corrected there in the post game. He ended up with six steals. But that's a heck of a stat line and a heck of a night for one Anthony Edwards. Six steals, and he's been doing a phenomenal job here lately of making sure that in that particular department that he was holding it down. But what did you make of Rudy Gobert? Rudy Gobert had a different type of energy tonight. He came out with some emphatic dunks. He was aggressive. Um, He he played with a little bit of an attitude. And down the stretch made arguably the biggest defensive play of the season to this point for the Wolves, sealing it, where he was locked in a one-on-one matchup with Buddy Heald in the, the waning seconds of the game. And buddy's blowing past him. He recovers, blocks the shot, um, at the rim. We get the rebound. We knock down free throws and the wolves win. But what did you make of Rudy tonight? Rudy stat line. He had 16 points, 20 rebounds, 20. Okay. Also two block shots, three steals, a really good night for one Rudy Gobert. But what did you make of the wolves tonight? 651. Four six one nine two two six. Another individual that we should give some respect and some props to, because down the stretch he knocked down shots, and it seemed like early on he was trying to find his game. But we know that at the end of games, D'Angelo Russell is never afraid. He is never scared to take shots down the stretch. D'Angelo Russell ended up leading all scores tonight with 28 points. He was perfect from the free throw stripe, six of six. Four assists, one steal in 27 minutes. Good night for D'Angelo Russell. But I think that there is one person, okay, that you got to give um, a lot of props to that that doesn't necessarily always get props, but I do think that he's a fan favorite with the Minnesota Timberwolves um, fan base, and that is Jordan McLaughlin. J Mac tonight ended up with six points and four assists, but the six points were meaningful, impactful buckets. J Mac was the guy that got the Wolves going in the third quarter. I don't want to hear anybody out there say, "Oh, it was only just six points." He had a major impact on tonight's basketball game. Jordan McLaughlin in that 21 minutes. He seemed to settle the team. He made shots when they needed to make shots or or knock down shots. Jordan McLaughlin was absolutely one of the most valuable players that played for the Wolves tonight. But your thoughts, your reaction on the Wolves, 651-461-9226. We'll take our first pause, come back, get to your phone calls. You're on Timberwolves tonight. All right, welcome back to Timberwolves tonight. You're on News A 830 WCCO. Victorious Timberwolves team tonight. A nice little all-around team effort, squandered a massive lead, <laughs> um, up 23 at one point, eventually trailed by eight to the Indiana Pacers, and then they rallied back and they end up winning by six. Hey, the phone number, if you'd like to react and weigh in, is 651-461-9226. That number again, 651-461-9226. Uh, this segment, and then we got one more segment after this one to talk Timberwolves here on the um, on the Good Neighbor, and then also within the span of these next two uh, segments here, we have a giveaway. We'll be giving away a four-pack of tickets for the Wolves facing the Dallas Mavericks. Luca, Luca, right? We're gonna see. We're gonna see what Luca Doncic gonna do. And by the way, speaking of a Luca. Guess what Luca got in tonight for the Wolves? Luka Garza got in. And and now let, let me speak on the whole Luka Garza, because Luka Garza got in for four minutes tonight. He did knock down a basket. He was one of three from the floor. Ended up with four points because he knocked down a couple of free throws. Four points in just four minutes. But this is the deal. As much as we look and we can be excited for Luka Garza, because I feel like a lot of fans get excited about Luca Garza. You saw tonight why why Luca Garza's got a uh, a ways to go. I know that we get in our feelings. I know that we we get excited for Luca because of, we know what he did in Iowa and we've seen what he what he did in the preseason and all of that, and we get all super pumped and stoked. Hey, it's prime time right now. All right, it's prime time. And tonight, one of the things that I gathered from watching him play in just four minutes, he has issues with positioning in the post. He had smaller guys on him, and he couldn't establish position. That's an issue for a post player. That's an issue for a guy that you need to get down there and get grimy and dirty in the post and mix it up. He's got to play big in the post. Can't play small. So, so that's something that Luca's gonna have to work through. We know that uh, Rudy's a vet. We know that Cat's gonna be out for a little bit over a month. We need Luca when he does go into a game. We need him to play big. Don't play small. So it's it's an adjustment. Look, he's a young dude. I totally get that. But at the end of the day, Luca's got, he's got a lot that he's gonna have to learn. Use that big body, man. Use that size is not a small guy. So, remember, it's a Wolves Wednesday. Um, you're going to have a chance to win that family four-pack of tickets. Wolves game, December the 19th versus the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, when you hear the Wolves howl, uh, you'll be the third caller to 651 461 Let's take a phone call here from Bruce in Ramsey County.
1: Hey, Lance. Bruce. Hey, what's up, Bruce? Yeah. Hey. Yeah, I was at the game tonight. Uh, you know, I thought they had uh, good energy coming out of the, coming out of the locker room in the first quarter. It looked good. I thought their hands were active. I think they played defense pretty well. They were rolling good. I thought they played uh, well on defense. They weren't giving up open shots as uh, as they have been, you know, earlier in the year or in different games. I thought uh, Anthony came out, Anthony Edwards, and. He gave the team a spark, and
0: yeah, he uh, established and, himself uh, early. There's no tell. question about it. Yeah, Ant,
1: Ant established himself
0: early. No question.
1: Yeah, no, it was. Uh, but in the second half, man, they, it, it, Indiana couldn't miss. It was it was insane. Buddy Heald wouldn't miss. Halliburton wouldn't miss. And nobody would miss. Yeah, and they just couldn't miss. Yep. it was unbelievable. But, yep. Yeah.
0: No, you're 100% right, Bruce. And I appreciate the phone call. Bruce is right. Like, like I mentioned Halliburton early, Miles Turner, but we should mention Buddy Heald. Buddy Heald got it going. Buddy Heald actually, uh, between, uh, Buddy Heald and Tyrese Halliburton, they both led the Pacers with 26 points tonight. Buddy Heald got on fire. He knocked down seven three point shots tonight for the Indiana Pacers. Seven. He was 7 of 11 from three-point land tonight. And this is the interesting thing about it. There was a moment during the course of that game where I thought back, I had a a traumatizing flashback. Remember that game when the Wolves were up big on the Sacramento Kings a few years ago? And down the stretch, it was Buddy Heald and De'Aaron Fox? Yeah, I was traumatized by that. And I started having flashbacks of that tonight. And Buddy Heald, when he got down to knocking down those three-point shots, I started thinking about that just a little bit. But uh, fortunately for Wolves fans, um, it wasn't meant to be for the Indiana Pacers. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Mentioned Luke Garza getting in. I thought that there was some good contributions off the bench for not only Jordan McLaughlin, but also another guy that I, I do want to give props to, and that's Jalen Noel. We all know that Jalen Noel is a bucket getter, right? We know he's a walking bucket. Tonight he comes in. Uh, plays 26 minutes, gives you 14 points, four rebounds, four assists. Solid night for one, Jalen Noel. And from a plus-minus perspective, he led everybody out there uh, on the basketball court on both teams well, with a plus-21. So so Jalen Noel definitely getting his money. And Jalen Noel, I think, is going to be somebody, whether he's in Minnesota or not, in the off-season. he's going to get – and I'm not saying he's going like, to break the bank He's because he's, he doesn't even start, but he is a guy that – he goes to the right team. Um, he's going to get some money. He's, I mean, he's going to get a nice little contract offered to him because this is a guy that's instant offense off the bench. So Jalen Noel is definitely somebody I would like to see remain here in Minnesota, but I think there's definitely going to be some, uh, some other teams in the mix that would like to sign him away and play for them. All right. 651 461 9226. We'll take another brief pause. We'll come back. We got one more segment. Of Timberwolves tonight, and we're also going to be giving away a four-pack of tickets. All right, final couple of minutes here on Timberwolves tonight. Timberwolves defeat the Indiana Pacers one twenty-one to one fifteen. Timberwolves now with a record of twelve and twelve. It's always good to win, right? Even if it's ugly, even if you blow a, a massive lead, it doesn't matter. Just as long as you walk away with the W. Congratulations to Peggy from St. Paul Park. She won the four-packet ticket. She's going to see the Wolves uh, face the Dallas Mavericks and Luka Doncic on December the 19th. She is our winner here on this Wolves Wednesday. All right, 651, 461, 9226. Wolves get that victory. Led in scoring tonight by D'Angelo Russell with 28. Big time game from Anthony Edwards. He did a little bit of everything. 26 points, 8 assists, 6 steals, 6 boards. Rudy Gobert with a monster double-double. 16 points, 20 boards. And his mindset from the jump was, I'm attacking the basket. I'm going to try to break the rim on a couple of these dunks. That was good to see. Jaden McDaniels is being Jaden McDaniels. J- Jaden is consistent. He's super consistent, 12 points, four rebounds, one assist, two steals, and a block shot. That's just how he rolls, man. Jay McDaniels, you know what you're going to get from Jay. Jaden's going to give you maximum effort on both ends of the court. Even on, in games where Jay McDaniels isn't a big factor offensively, he's always going to make some plays. On the defensive end. And you talk about a monster dunk that he had? Oh, he had one dunk tonight where the sea kind of just parted a little bit at the last second, and he says, Oh, you're gonna give me the lane? I'll take that. And he tried to break the <laughs> break the rim a little bit. So so Jay McGann was always kind of doing his thing. All right, so let me bring producer Jonathan Lowe into the conversation. J Lo, um, what did you make of tonight's basketball game? Did you what what did you what did you make of the, the Wolves performance?
2: Uh, it was kind of one of those, well, here we go again type of performances early on when they get a big lead, they they look like they're going to maybe coast. You know you're going to expect a run. It's, it's the tr- tried and true uh, uh, phrase, verbiage. It's the NBA. Everybody makes a run. But, again, it's one of those things where they let a big lead go, you're worried about their defensive effort and their, their focus throughout the game. And they were able to turn it around, get a few stops in the fourth quarter, hang with the Pacers enough so that they could stretch the lead out again and then made a couple of defensive plays near the end of the game to shore it up. But it wasn't uh, as easy as it should have been from the early portion on, from the early get-go. But this
0: is the thing, and this is the thing, j You You may disagree with me on this, but this is just how I feel. I don't think anything's going to be easy for this team. I don't care who's playing. I don't care if Cat's back in a month. I don't think anything's going to be easy for this team. The same way that it's never easy for the Minnesota Vikings, I don't think it's going to be easy at all for the Timberwolves. I just don't.
2: Uh, yeah, it, it it appears to be that way, and I know that they're down. They're not uh they're not with cat for a little while but it's it's just one of those things where you this team gets off to good starts or they get off to fast starts and you're like okay now you're looking to maybe put the foot down on the gas a little bit and just keep the momentum going and it's if you're in a back-and-forth fight throughout the game or if you go down a little bit early and then come back, you're feeling better about the team and the way that they perform. The fact that they get off to these hot starts and these big leads early and they fade away in, in portions of the second half, it's it's still got to be a little bit troubling.
0: Yeah. I, and look, there's going to be nights where the team's going to look better than other nights, clearly, right, depending on the uh, the opponent. I just I just don't think that this team is a team that's going to, for the most part, just when they go, when they roll the basketball out there, that they're just going to dominate the opposing team. I don't care who the opposing team is. I don't. I think that there are just a handful of teams that are like that this year, to be honest with you. I think that a lot of teams, the majority of the teams in the league this year, will struggle from one game to the next. That's how it is. There's a lot of parity in the NBA this year. There's no doubt about it. A lot of parity. There are a lot of teams that people look at and you say, man, this team is struggling, and I don't know why. The Golden State Warriors. The Dallas Mavericks. I mean, there's a there's a ton of teams. The Philadelphia 76. And I know that some teams have had injuries, and now the Wolves have Cat being injured. But it's not like the Wolves are just beating the brakes off of people before Cat got injured. All right, let's get to a few highlights, and then we'll wrap this bad boy up. Uh, let's just start with the, uh, the first quarter because the guy that got the Wolves off to a really nice start was one Anthony Edwards uh, with this basket putting the Wolves up by 13.
3: Matherin down the lane, his runner off the back iron. No, Noel the rebound, outlet to Ann. In the front court, smells blood, drives it, off glass, count it for two. Another timeout for Rick Carlisle. His squad is down 19-6. to
0: all right, uh, let's head into the uh, or another basket here to talk about in the uh, in the second or actually a defensive play that ended up leading to a basket was Rudy Gobert on the defensive uh, defensive end uh ending up with Anthony Edwards knocking down a three-point shot in the first quarter.
3: Feeds it off to Jackson, a power dribble goes up challenging Rudy, bad idea. Yo. Shot not blocked, but it was altered. Wolves have the rebound. Rudy affecting shots at the rim. Here's Ant dribbling up off the Rudy screen, pops on a three and hits. 31-15, Wolves starting to get some separation here late in the first quarter.
0: All right, so the Wolves, after one, um, led 35-17, to but when the Pacers ended up going on that massive run in the second quarter, uh, in the second, uh, look, they they, they they outscored the Wolves 44-28, to uh, but in that second, uh, Minnesota defense... Uh, ended up leading to a monster dunk by one Jay McDaniels.
3: Halliburton on the attack, poked free by McDaniels, scooped up by Anderson. He'll feed it up ahead to Anthony Edwards, to McDaniels. He'll run to the rim and dunk it with two hands. And Rick Carlisle calls the timeout. 10 point Timberwolves lead, 61 51.
0: All right, the third quarter was a quarter in which the, uh, the Pacers outscored the Wolves by two, so it was nip and tuck. But like I mentioned early, Jordan McLaughlin was, man, he was a guy that really set the tone there late in that third quarter. He was a, a, a spark plug for the Wolves offensively tonight. He got the team going, made some nice passes, found some guys with some open looks, and he knocked down three baskets to really get the Wolves going. And by the way, uh, just a shameless plug check out the latest edition of the Life in the Pack podcast uh that we taped and it uh was just revealed yesterday because we taped it yesterday. And who's the subject matter? Who was the guest this week? Jordan McLaughlin. Here, J Mac beating the third quarter buzzer and we're all tied at 90, headed to the fourth.
3: Austin Rivers up to the front court. Trailer is knocked. We'll give it off to Jordan McLaughlin. Three. Now with two at the end of the quarter. J Mack trying to make something happen. Floats it up and hits it for the mid post on the right side. Tied going to the fourth. 7-0 Wolves run to finish the quarter, and Jordan McLaughlin with four of those seven points.
0: Yeah, man, J-Mac, clutch. J-Mac, so clutch. All right, late in the fourth, though, DeAngelo Russell, um, he started to get it going, and we know that D'Lo is capable of taking big shots and making big shots, and this three-pointer gave the Wolves a seven-point lead.
3: By midcourt, D'Lo's got it. Nine on the shot clock. Bounce pass and wing left. One dribble. Cut off by Buddy Heal. Back out to D'Lo with three to shoot. He rises up straight away. Three and it's D'Angelo Russell. His fourth three of the night. one 11 Give him 13 of his 26 here in the fourth quarter.
0: All right, and then the, uh, the big play at the end of the game, you've got a one-on-one situation where it's Buddy Heald, he's isolated with Rudy Gobert, he's trying to go one-on-one with them and trying to blow by him and get to the basket, he does blow by, but Rudy, he's able to close the gap, he's able to secure the block, and this was the game-winning defensive play of the night.
3: Halliburton left side off the heel screen, back to Buddy, against Rudy Gobert, eight on the shot clock, Buddy sizing him up between the legs, right in dribble, drives to the cup, it's rejected by Rudy Gobert! Timberwolves have the rebound. They got the stop they needed, and they got it for the biggest man on the floor, Rudy Gobert. He rejects Buddy Hield. Anthony Edwards fouled. He'll shoot free throws with nine seconds left.
0: And that would uh, finish it off. The Wolves win one twenty-one to one fifteen. And that wraps up Timberwolves tonight. Timberwolves off tomorrow. They're back in action on Friday. Uh It's a revenge game. They faced each other earlier this season at Target Center, the Utah Jazz. Um, they got uh, the best of the Wolves. It's the return of Rudy Gobert headed back to Utah. They will uh tip off at 8 o'clock. The Lake Show will take you up to the pregame. All of that on Friday. We'll talk to you then.